0: hey boo hey welcome to the be loved podcast where anyone with a not so cute past can tune in and be loved i'm your girl brandy luna a 28 year old full of life gal who was raised in an unhealthy childhood journeyed through foster care, met Jesus at 17, and now blazes through life encouraging anyone who comes across my path. On this show, we'll be talking about all things mentally, spiritually, and physically encouraging because despite where you've been and what you've done, believe me, boo, God has a plan for your life, and I want to help encourage you to feel, deal, and heal past those block points in those areas so that you can be all that our maker has made you to be. You ready, love? Woo! Let's go. Hola! what's good, y'all? Thank y'all so much for tuning in to another episode of Be Loved Podcast. I hope you're doing well. I hope this message finds you blessed and highly favored. Can I get an Amen? Um, I really appreciate you guys just hitting me up, um, just letting me know how God is truly moving through this podcast. I can't I can't emphasize that enough, y'all. Like it really warms my heart to know that there is breakthrough going on through this podcast. I'm like, yes, Jesus, yes not by might not by power but by his spirit he is working through this thing and i'm just honored and privileged to be able to serve you today so we gonna hover right into this message today y'all this episode um and i really am believing you guys i am believing truly from the bottom of my heart that God is going to set you free today from unforgiveness. This is for anyone who's struggling with unforgiveness. Now, I'm just going to go in and say that I will never. Okay, I won't. I won't step into a topic. I won't speak about a topic that I a have never been through or b have no ne- am not going through. Does that make sense? I will always speak on things that I have even have either been through and overcome by the grace and mercy and help of God or that I'm I'm walking through like I'm experiencing you know what I'm seeing this very time uh, so anyway let's hop right in you guys so uh, I'm gonna jump into some word through this episode because I mean come on now who who how many of us know that in order for breakthrough to happen, you know, his spirit aligned with his word is how that's going. It's going going to happen. (laughs) Does that even make sense? Oh my gosh. Lord, help me. Help your girl. So anyway, I'm going to start before we hop into his word. I'm going to start with story time. Okay. Um, So I want to say that grace and forgiveness actually go hand in hand. I don't know if you know this. So in case you don't, grace and forgiveness truly do go hand in hand. And my God, y'all, my God, I am truly so thankful for God's grace and for His mercy over my life, His forgiveness over my life. I can't even emphasize how many times I've, I've just betrayed Him, or I've, you know, I've looked the other way. I've, I've, i I've, I've, I've done the Peter, and oh, I don't think I've ever denied Him. No, I don't ever know, but, but been that one to oh just grieve his heart you know what I'm saying like I've been that one y'all I have I have and I don't say that proudly I, I don't say that proudly but I say that as a human and I hope that some of you can relate to that I'm not perfect I am I am on this journey of becoming holy you know what I'm saying like I don't I don't like to I don't it's not comfortable for me to wallow in sin it really is not when I do trip up and when I do sin it's uncomfortable for my spirit and I have to go to the Lord and I have to repent I have to ask for forgiveness and I I do it I have to you know I can't stay there I can't stay there I want to go into the deeper waters with the Lord I want to be there with him you know what I'm saying. And if my sin keeps me from those deeper waters, then I'm going to keep coming to him, repenting, asking him forgiveness, asking him to change my motives, change my heart, create in me a pure heart, oh God, forgive me for my sins, you know, strengthen me in my weaknesses, Father. You know, like those things where you're truly vulnerable before the Lord and you ask him you know what I'm saying? So I've been there many, many times and each time he's faithful to forgive me. He's faithful to show me grace y'all. And so that, 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 um, like I said, grace and forgiveness go hand in hand. Grace is basically y'all grace is, is, is basically for like forgiveness without consequences. Okay. You know, it kind of makes me think of, I don't know, in my head, I have a scenario of uh, a, a little girl, for instance, I don't know, a little boy, little girl, either or, whatever, she's a child, and, um, she disobeys the mom or dad, right, and let's say that she colors on the walls, I don't know, yeah, she, she colors on the walls, <laughs> that's just the first thing that comes to my mind, okay, you as parents out there, you'll probably be like, okay, okay, I get you, I got you roll rolling, so she colors on the walls, he or she, and, and, you're upset because you just painted those walls. You're like, what? I just went out and bought this rustic cute paint. I'm trying to be Joanna Gaines up in my piece and you're going to color on my walls. You know what I'm saying? So you're upset and you're like, oh my gosh. And your five-year-old child is like, mommy, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know, what you gonna do? You're going to sit there and be upset. You know what I mean? You can easily like, let's do a project. You know what I'm saying? So what are you gonna do you know you you'll you'll most likely forgive them right you're if they're if they're truly saying i'm sorry like you see it in their eyes i'm sorry mom i didn't mean to hurt you i'm sorry dad i didn't mean to hurt you you know what i'm saying so it's either sure you show them grace and you say it's okay don't worry just please don't do that again you know mommy worked very hard on this wall <laughs> or whatever the case so then you clean it forgiveness that's grace right that's grace Okay, like no consequences, nothing. But if you choose to forgive your child, but l- l- teach them a lesson, maybe. Okay, well I it's okay, but you're going to have to clean this up. Okay? You, let's let's clean up this this little mess that you made on the wall, okay? So there's a little consequence there, right? it's It's just a consequence that the child goes through so that way she can learn he or she can learn okay I don't color on mommy's walls. You could go either way, but they go hand in hand, right There have time there have been times where I have I am forgiven you guys, I am forgiven and so are you, okay The same blood that is over my life is the same blood that it, that Jesus died for I mean that Jesus died when shed and it covers you too okay but sometimes you know I do have a consequence you know what I'm saying like I do have consequences to go through um in order just to I don't know you know like okay so for instance my goodness I will I'm gonna be real with y'all y'all oh last week on Friday I rear-ended someone (laughs) I rear-ended someone oh my goodness why why did I rear-end someone Because I was rushing to take pictures and my photographer, she hits me up and tells me she's late. No, it's not my photographer's fault, okay? She hits me up and tells me she's late or lost or something like that. So, at a red light, I look down at my phone to text her back to tell her it's fine or whatever the case. Well, when I look up, the light is green. Cars are rolling. But I look back down to type that period or that last word or whatever that case and then go on, but by the time I look up, boom, I'm in the lady's bumper before me, my gosh, y'all, I was just like, no, this is the last thing, no, 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 you know, like, oh, and I immediately begin to pray, Lord, please give me grace, please give me grace, but you guys, this lady, she did not give me grace, (laughs) she was nice, but You know, I have the, I have the consequence of having to go through the insurance, and you know what I'm saying? Like, there's a consequence having to happen, you know? And, of course, my husband was not happy with me. He's like, really? But it was a mistake. It's not like I intentionally, I should not have been on my phone. I should not have been, you know what I'm saying? Like, that was a consequence. If I had not been on my phone while the light turned green, (laughs) I would not have rear-ended that lady, you know, that woman. So I had the consequence of, one, feeling bad for it, and then, two, you know, having to go through the insurance crap and that being on our record now, you know what I mean? Like, ugh, that's a consequence, right? It's my fault. You know, there is grace there. It's taken care of, sure, but there was that minor consequence. Anyway, you get my point, right? Okay, so I'm going to hop into a little story. The first, the very first time that I feel like I ever experienced grace from someone else, which is what taught me how to extend it to other people, is when I was in high school, okay? This was the very first year, I feel like, yeah, the the very first year, I believe that I had given my life to the Lord. I think I was 17, maybe going on 18, something like that. So anyway... At the time, y'all, I was still a hoochie mama. Okay, as you know in my intro, I'm like, this is for everybody with that doesn't have a cute past. When I tell you I don't have a cute past, you gon' you gonna continue to learn through these podcasts. Like I have nothing to hide, honestly. I have nothing to hide. Being very vulnerable, I had I had a ratchet past. So anyway, I was a hoochie mama, and because I didn't know my self worth, I didn't, I wasn't freed from you know a lot of the bondages that I was held down by as a child and whatnot. So. I was a hoochie mama, and I was messing around with one of my very good friends, ex-boyfriends. They weren't together at the time. However, it's just code, right? Especially in high school, like, it's just code. Like, girl code, friendship code. Like, you just don't do that. You know what I mean? You just don't. But me and my flesh, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I was messing around with him, and... Um, me being, you know, a a believer, the first year of being a believer, I believe God, well, I'm, God definitely began to work on me, you know? And so I began to feel a conviction of doing that. And so I, so much so that I wanted to make it right. So I'm like, okay, Lord, I feel this is wrong. How do I make it right? And God told me to confess it to her, to my friend, I'm like, what? No, like, I can't do that. I don't want to hurt her. He's like, you're already hurting her. You know what I mean? So this burden was on me, right? Like, it was just, I knew I was doing wrong. In order to escape it, I had to bring it to the light. You know what I'm saying? And then God would deal with it. So I'm like, okay, God gives me the strength and just the courage to do it. To just confess to her that I was messing with her ex-boyfriend that she, at the time, really loved. You know? And again you guys this was one of my very close friends like ugh, just thinking about that anyway so I I told her I said you know what I'm so sorry I was prepared to lose this friendship forever you guys I was prepared like I knew in my heart for some reason I'm like she's never gonna speak to me again like this is it she and I had been very close friends for years already at this time and I was just like you know what If she never wants to speak to me again, if she never wants to hang, nothing like if our friendship is over after this, then I accept it. I'm ready for that, you know. Kind of like the she forgives me, but there's a consequence. The relationship is over, type thing. Maybe I don't know. Anyway, so I told her. I said, you know, I've been I've been messing around with so and so, and I'm so sorry. Like I'm so sorry. I I I won't do it anymore. I just needed to tell you because I didn't want to do this anymore. You know, and uh, I feel like you know it's right for you to know and so um of course her heart was broken i could just read it all over her face and she didn't speak to me i don't think she even said anything after that she just i don't know she just didn't speak to me so i thought that was it one i felt lighter for because it was no longer a secret it's no longer something i had to hide from her or anything but two i was heartbroken for her you know i was heartbroken i was just disappointed in myself in a sense but again, I felt free from that lie, from that hidden secret, right? Honestly, you guys, it was only a couple of days later that she approached me and she tells me, I forgive you, Brandy. She goes, and I don't want this to become, to come between our friendship. My, my, our friendship is more important to me than that old relationship. And I forgive you. And she never brought it up ever again. Never, never was shady towards me, never, never brought it up in a, like, nothing, you know, even in our little disagreements, you know, she never brought it up. She gave me grace. Like, I deserved for our, for our friendship to be over, right? That was, I deserved that, and I was ready for it, but she was like, no, that's fine. Thank you for telling me, basically, let's move on with our friendship, and i was like wow i was so just mind blown at the her her courage and her strength to be able to forgive me and show me grace in that way and i was just like wow so that was the very first time that i with human had ever received grace right and i was just i was like wow i want to start practicing that with other people and so Um, as I had, I've mentioned before, if you've heard my other episodes, uh, it goes into my story, you know, I've been raped, you know, and I can speak on that freely because I'm healed and I'm, I'm set free from that. You know what I mean? And I only speak on it to help other people now, you know, who have been in those situations and are still bound by that shame and that guilt and that condemnation and just that, all that whole junk, that mess that comes with, you know, being exploited or sexually abused in any way. Um, I can speak on that. So me being raped, you know, I remember, you know, the Lord began to work on my heart on forgiving the person that did that to me when I was a kid, when I was a child. And um, I finally came to a place maybe like two, three years into my walk with him. He gave me the strength to forgive that person fully. And so I have been. I had been walking around uh, life, you know, uh, forgiving him, him, you know, and then, um, years later, I feel like this was maybe three, four years ago. Um, he was at a family function, uh, he's a family, family friend. And so the Lord told me, I need you to go and tell him that he's forgiven. Because this was the first time I had seen this person in so long. And I was just like, whoa. And I had just gotten back from a women's conference. And I was so just like had a fresh faith, I feel like. I was just on fire for God. I, like just a new zeal in a sense. Uh, I don't know. So I was like, oh, okay, okay, I'll do it. And it was so hard for me, but I could feel the that God's strength was over me right his his there's grace over it, so I remember my hands were shaking my 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 palms were sweaty and but I did it. I walked up to him, and I told him, I said, "I forgave you years ago for what you did to me when I was a little girl, and I just want you to know that you are forgiven, and God wants to set you free from shame and guilt from what you did." Because apparently this man had been carrying around shame and guilt for all these years of what he did, you know. And he immediately was just so taken back by the goodness of God. Because I I made it clear to him, you know, like, "God, God, God forgives you. You know, I forgive you, sure, but God forgives you. And he was just undone by God's love and his mercy. And I'm like, don't, you know what I mean? And I was like, you know what, this is part of my story, so it's fine, you know. I've been able to witness to many, I used to be a victim's advocate for victims of sexual assault and domestic violence, you know, for about three years, and just sharing that story with them. Just being able to relate and just helping set free women from the things that come with it again is because I went through it. You know what I mean? So I told him, don't, don't, don't feel terrible. You know, I, you know, you're forgiven and trust me, God has made this into something good. Yes, it was evil and it was just not right. No, by any means. But God, what the enemy meant for harm, God truly turned it on into something good, you know? And so, anyway, it was just really cool. And same thing with my dad. You know, my dad left when I was four. God really um, took me to a, a, a place in my life, too. Um, this was only back in 2018, I believe, um, where he actually fully set me free from unforgiveness towards my dad for leaving when I was a little girl, you know? I had always had this bitterness and this unforgiveness towards my dad, even though I would say I forgave him. I would I was still offended by him you know anytime I would think about him and how he raised a whole other family you know what I mean or whatever I would just just be oh so God revealed it to me that no you have not forgiven him because forgiveness means canceling all debt if you forgive someone then there's no debt there there's no debt there's nothing to to even grudge about or cringe about anymore you're forgiven right So, um, the Lord had me, um, actually before I hop into this, we're going to hop into a quick, quick, quick break. Okay. We're back friends. Okay. So yes. so I am sitting at my desk at work one day and I just falls on my heart to, uh, find my dad. And so I found him, he was in a prison there in Texas. And when I found him, I just felt this prompt to write him write him and tell him that, yes, I was hurt by him leaving and things like that. However, that I was ready to forgive him and that I wanted to see him. And so um, we set, I set up a visitation with him and went to go see him. My husband came with me. And from that day forward, um, he's now released from prison. Praise God. And uh, we are now on a journey of building a relationship. And no, we're not where I want to be or where I desire. However, there is a relationship forming. And I'm so grateful for it. I'm so grateful for it. I'm so thankful that, you know, God is such a restorer. He's such a redeemer. When we are just simply open to forgiveness new doors can open to new relationships or, uh, old doors can close. Like truly there will be closure and you can move forward with life. Not having to really carry on with bitterness and grudges, you know? So we're going to hop into a story that I truly admire. Um, if you're familiar with the story of Joseph, um, his story begins, um, in Genesis chapters 37 through 50, But we're only going to read the very last um, chapter or a segment of the last chapter. um, Because it really ties into what we're talking about right now. Uh, But yeah, if you haven't read the story of Joseph, if you're not familiar with it, I would definitely recommend going to read the entire story. Because there are many, many lessons and messages that we could definitely learn from Joseph's life. Um, But here we go. All right, so uh, Genesis chapter 50 verse 14. Okay? It says, After burying his father... Joseph went back to Egypt. All his brothers who had come with him to bury his father returned with him. After the funeral, Joseph's brothers talked amongst themselves. What if Joseph is carrying a grudge and decides to pay us back for all the wrong we did to him? So they sent Joseph a message. Before his death, your father gives this commandment. Tell Joseph, forgive your brother's sin, all that wrongdoing. They did treat you very badly. Will you do it? Will you forgive the sins of the servants of your father's God? When Joseph received their message, he wept. I love that. I love that about Joseph's heart. Like, he knew that his brothers were scared of him. But he was like, dude, I'm no one to be scared of. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not God is what he said. So here we go. Um, Joseph replied, don't be afraid. Do I act for God? Don't you see you planned evil against me, but God used those same plans for my good? As you see all around you right now, life for many, easy now, you have nothing to fear. I'll take care of you and your children. He reassured them, speaking with them heart to heart. So that's something beautiful that we can learn from Joseph, y'all. That's something so beautiful. He said, don't worry, you know, what you, what the enemy meant for harm through you hurting me, God turned it around and made it into something good y'all, what the enemy meant for harm, whenever he was in the midst of, you know, uh, that family friend raping me, or, um, you know, the, the, uh, I don't know, the betraying that's gone on in my life, or me, me doing the betraying, or the hurt, hurtful things toward other people, you know, God always turns those things into good, so it's like, really if we come to a place of allowing god to use those things you know there will be a beautiful message there will be a beautiful thing that could come from it you know so yeah that's something that we could definitely learn from it god will take what the enemy meant for harm and turn it into something good if you allow it if you allow it if you're open to forgiveness if you're coming if you come to that place of just simply being open and allowing god to really strengthen you and give you courage to forgive, to forgive. Um, and then two, he, uh, he blesses them. He blesses them. Not only did Joseph forgive them, but he's like, I'm gonna love you. You know what I mean? The Lord says, love your enemies, forgive those who persecute you. You know what I mean? And it's like, yes, that's hard because it's like, What? You expect me to, for, you don't know what they've done to me. You don't know what they said to me. You don't know. You don't know. But can I tell you, friend, Jesus does know. If it's anyone who knows pain, if it's anyone, I'm going to get emotional. If it's anyone that knows pain and rejection and betrayal and just mockery and, and, you know, torture and pain, agony, it's Jesus y'all it's Jesus that's why I can I can whenever I go through trials yes it hurts when people betray me, yes it hurts when people just hurt me it hurts but it, the, 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 the strength of God raises up in me when I stand on his word and speak it over my life that Lord, you said that, you know, that you've been through these things. So if you could do it, then I can too because your spirit lives in me. The same power that rose Jesus from the grave lives in you, friend. So that dead part of your heart, I call out to it and I say, awaken and forgive those who persecute you. Love your enemies. And it's not for their own good, only it's truly for your good. It's truly for your good, you guys. God wants to take you to a new level of faith, to take you to a new level of glory, to take you to the deeper waters. But friend, you can't go there until you're open to forgiveness. You can only reach a certain place in your walk with the Lord until you learn to forgive. Until you learn to forgive. I promise there's such a freedom in forgiving those who persecute you. Again, I'm not minimizing what they did to you or what that person did to you or what happened. I'm not. However, coming from experience of someone who, of going through things that have hurt me and forgiving them. I know I'm on the other side saying, trust me, friend. It is much, the grass truly is greener on this side. Of forgiveness forgiveness is truly something that I love what is it Tim McGraw that says bitterness keeps you from flying always say humbling oh yeah humbling kind is it Tim McGraw anyway but I love what he says that bitterness keeps you from flying I believe in that I, I truly believe like I said you can get to a certain level with the Lord. Sure, you know, you're set free. I mean, you're, you know, you're, you're just, you, you have been redeemed. Things are happening with the Lord. Sure, you know, but when it comes to unforgiveness, you can only go so far if you don't forgive. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to hop into one more scripture. It's Ephesians 4, uh, 31 or actually just 32. Let's just do 32. Uh, but Ephesians 4, one second, here we go let's see okay Ephesians four thirty two. be gentle with one another sensitive forgive one another as quickly and thoroughly as God in Christ forgave you I want you to hold on to that okay because again no we can't do it on our own strength and there's sometimes y'all there have been times where the people that I love the most have hurt me okay and it hurts my gosh if, if it's people who it's one thing if strangers hurt you but it's another when people that you love and that you trust hurt you right there have been times where that's happened to me trust me and there have been times where I've hurt other people but as far as my point of view from you know I guess being the victim I don't like to call myself victim because I no longer no victim okay I'm a victor but anyway I like to say that through a time where I was really really hurt by someone who re- I really love and I was supposed to, I was supposed to trust, um, when they hurt me, I had to ask God every day for like, I don't know, maybe like two months. Lord, help me to forgive them. Lord, help me to forgive them. Lord, help me to forgive I was open. It was so hard because I'm, I'm, it's my flesh, you know, I want to hurt and we're not, I don't want to hurt, but I don't want to forgive them by nature. You know what I'm saying? It's my flesh that doesn't want to forgive them. But my spirit knew I cannot go forward unless I do, you know. I cannot walk in true freedom unless I forgive them. So every day I'd wake up and I'd say, Lord, help me to forgive this person. The next day, Father, help me to forgive this person. So I took it day by day. And y'all, God is so patient. God is so good. It's truly a journey. So sometimes you may be able, his strength will come over you and you'll be able to, just from one day to the next, like, whoa, I truly forgave them. Love, mercy, kindness, let's go. I'm, you're, I'm forgiven, you're forgiven, like, let's go. And then those other times where it really, really jabs you in the heart, but you really do want to be set free from bitterness, grudges, and unforgiveness, then you just wake up every day, truly open, open your heart, open that thing, open it, and say, Lord, help me to forgive them. Help me to forgive them. Help me to forgive them. And I promise there will come a day where you will wake up and you will feel truly that you've forgiven that person. You'll know. You'll know. Because it no longer stings. It no longer hurts. There's no more debt that they owe to you. There's no more like, well, don't you remember what you did? Or, or whatever the case. There's none of that. As truly you just feel a sense of peace between you and that person or those people and you feel even a sense of love for them. That's how you know you forgave them. Okay? It's free. It's so freeing. And I want, I want to invite you, friend. I want to invite you to the side of freedom. I do. I do. And I'm just asking that wherever you are, that you would you would say yes. You would say, God, I open my heart to you right now. And I ask that that you would help me to forgive so and so or them. I'm ready, Lord. I'm ready to for I'm ready to be freed. Father free me from unforgiveness. Take this out of my heart. I give you my bitterness. I give you these grudges. You know, help me to love them. Help me, Father. And I want to say, friend, this is on my heart for someone. If you're in an if you are in a relationship, okay? Uh one side of this, if you are single and you're in a relationship and this person, it could be, you know, it this person is abusing you verbally, mentally, physically, financially, and they do not want to seek help, they don't want to, you know, go and speak to a pastor or a counselor or, you know, be held accountable for their actions towards you and they don't want to change, then yes, ask God to help you forgive them. But I pray that right now in the name of Jesus, strength and dignity would rush through your veins right now for you to be able to get up, and walk away forgive them give them grace and mercy however you do not belong somewhere where you are being abused that is not God's plan for your life that is not I want to confirm that to someone right now if you are in a marriage that you are being abused physically mentally verbally financially and your husband does not want to get help he thinks it's okay for how he's treating you and he just, there's just no remorse. There's no sorrow. There's no empathy for you. There's nothing there, and that, that there's no sign of him wanting to change, and wanting to move forward with 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 counseling, marital counseling. You know, going to church. You know, having your pastor. You know, give you guys marriage counseling. Whatever the everything that it takes in order for a marriage to heal. Praying together, fasting together, you know things like that, those things can be reconciled, and God will redeem marriages that are you know where where you know both it takes two for change, okay, if that opposite person is not wanting to change and they are comfortable with abusing you again, ask God, Lord, I want to forgive them, I want to extend mercy and forgiveness, but I pray that you would help me out out until my husband gets help okay there was many times where I would be at the I worked as a victim's advocate you know like I said um and there would be times where we would receive women who were in marriages and would think I have to go back he's my husband I'm like I firmly do I do not believe that God would want someone to stay in an abusive marriage I just don't I don't If that husband is being unfaithful to you um, and, again, has no sorrow, no empathy, no nothing, and doesn't want to change for nothing. He just thinks that's okay. Or if he's being abusive towards you and he thinks that's okay, that's not okay. And I believe with all my heart that God would not want that for you. I don't. So until he has help, until he wants help, until he seeks help truly and shows you that he's wanting to change and help um, or, you know, receive help, then... I pray that strength and dignity would rise up in you as well and that God would make a way where there seems to be no ways in your life. I feel that for someone. Okay, sure, ask God to help you love and forgive them and extend grace. But boo-boo, you don't deserve to be abused. No one does. Nobody. No child, no woman, no man, nothing. Okay. Um, all right. Well, <laughs> on a lighter note... <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up, you guys. I really appreciate you sticking with me on this one. I know this one was deep, but I really feel that it's for people. And for in order for this message to, to, to you know, just be kind of spread, it would really mean so much to me for you to take 10 seconds to scroll to the very bottom of the show. Rate it. Rate it and give it a review based on what you think about it and um that way we can get this message across to other people and that may need it as well okay um I really appreciate y'all's feedback. If you are someone that's, um, you know, wanting to journey, go through this journey of unforgiveness, I would love to pray for you. I would love to pray with you. Um, hit me up on Instagram. Uh, my handle is BrandalunaLove. Luna Love. Hit me up on Facebook if you're more of a Facebook person. Uh, my name is Brandy Luna, last name, I mean, first name is with a Y. Yeah, hit me up. I love to pray. I want to pray with you. And, um, yes, be on the lookout. My book is coming out within the next, uh, I'm not going to say, just uh, (laughs) stay tuned for that. It's super, super soon. Be praying for that. You guys, if you're, I would just ask that you guys would pray because I truly believe that God wants to use this book and, um, I'm excited for that, man. I'm excited. So anyway, again, thank y'all so much for tuning in. Oh, last thing. If you guys hear this before this coming Saturday, if you have not yet um, been entered into the giveaway that's going on this Saturday, Saturday the 12th, I'm giving away a cute Christian standard Bible that is has a hardcover, it's floral, it's super cute, and then it comes with Bible pins that don't leak through the page. How you doing? Uh, I'm giving that away on Saturday. I'm going live on Instagram stories and Facebook stories. Um, so get yourself into that giveaway. I, you, you never know. it could be you that wins that Bible. It's super cute. And in order to get into that giveaway, all you have to do is uh, rate the podcast, review the podcast, and then uh, share it on your social media. And then if it's on Instagram, message me and say done when you've done those things. If it's on Facebook, uh, there's a specific post that you'll see that to share uh, what's, what's within the recent uh, within the recent post. Goodness. Okay, I'm rambling now. I gotta go. I'm sure you do too. I hope you're blessed and I hope you have an amazing rest of your day, whether it's morning, afternoon, night. You be blessed, boo. Be loved. Hey, thank you so much for tuning into an episode of Be Loved Podcast. I truly hope that you're leaving this show full of love, encouragement, and some pep in your step. But before you go, would you do me a solid and help me get this word out by subscribing, leaving a review, and sharing with someone? If you happen to share on your Instagram stories, feel free to tag me so I can show you some love by personally saying thank you. Until next time, be loved.